Mark chapter 8. If you're brand new, maybe this is your first time here with us, uh, joining us. Thanks for coming and hanging out. We don't, we don't um, take it lightly that you chose to spend some of your time here with us. Thank you for that. Um, we like to tell our new people every single week, we like to welcome them by saying, we are here to, y'all ready? No, uh, I'm just making sure you're ready, you know. This is, this is pretty cool, by the way. Like, this, this is cool. This is, this is a bittersweet thing, right? This is probably the, uh, this is probably the emptiest I've seen this room in like, a, in probably a year and a half, two years, right? But that this is the new low, that's pretty dope. Because God's been moving, like, and he's not done. And I bet you anything next week when there are no more graduates, I hate graduations, man. Like, I'll tell you, like, <laughs> not even seniors like graduation. They're sitting there in the sun for like an hour and they're like, just call my name already. Uh, give me the paper so I can move on with my life. But we love graduates, I'll tell you that. Congratulations, graduates. And we love new people. If you're here, you need to know we are here to build you up, not... We love, dang, y'all, loud tonight. Let's go. Help me preach. Like, just help me preach tonight. I feel all nice and chill. I'm like, oh, man, it's... It's summertime. Like, I was going to wear some board shorts and put some, like, sunscreen on my nose. But, nah, I can't be chill tonight because I got a word from God for you. Mark chapter 8, we're kicking off this brand new series entitled The Endless Summer. Who's seen the movie The Endless Summer? Dude, okay, if you haven't seen this movie, I have a homework assignment for you. You're out of school. It's summertime, so you don't got no more homework. Here's your homework assignment. Go watch The Endless Summer. It's literally on YouTube. You could go watch it on YouTube. Uh, it's so cool. It's like a surfing movie, and this movie is literally responsible for making surfing, a uh, starting essentially starting the surfing trend in America. And so this thing uh, just made surfing like launch and go big in America. So, so rad. I love this so much. I'm a surfer, and I love this movie so much. Know this, um, this movie came out in the 60s before audio and video were able to pair up. And so the guys who um, made this video, they're two best friends who essentially they travel the world. And the subtitle of the movie is The Endless Summer, The Search for the Perfect Wave. And it's these two best friends going around the world trying to find the perfect wave to surf. And they kind of narrate over the movie because there's not like the video and the audio together. They had to do the two separate and dub over, but it's super cool. It's so chill. It'll just make you want to like sit out in the sun or learn how to surf. Does anybody surf? Anybody in the room surf? Does anybody in the room want to learn to surf? Let's go. Come on. Maybe what we should do is a surfing lesson beach trip at the end of this series. I can teach you guys. I have a nine-foot longboard. I can teach you how to surf as long as you sign a waiver and don't drown. Um, so this this series, uh, this this movie, it's it's all about um, these two best friends that go in search of the perfect wave, and they're going from beach to beach, uh, country to country, wave to wave, in search of the perfect wave. And so the big question for this whole series, if you're a note taker, get ready, write this down. We're going to be tackling this question basically all the way through this series that'll pretty much take us through summer. Um, the big question is this, what are you chasing this summer? What are you chasing this summer? 
And you're like, Corey, it's too soon. It's the first day of summer, basically. Like, we just got out of school. I don't know. You know what I'm chasing? I'm chasing some Zs. You know what I'm saying? I'm chasing some sleep. I want to try to catch up on that because last year, I got a total of like 14 hours of sleep through the whole school year. That's what I'm chasing. I don't know. Here's the thing, though. Maybe you're thinking, I don't know. Like, I don't have anything. Here's the thing. Everybody's pursuing something. Everybody's searching for something, everybody's chasing something, whether you realize it or not. The idea is then, what are you chasing? And this summer, what are you gonna chase this summer? Because everybody's chasing something. Are you, gonna chase, are you gonna chase memories? Nothing wrong with making some good memories with some good friends. Don't jump off the pier, it's actually illegal. And hitting salt water is not like hitting fresh water. If you've ever jumped off a pier, you know what I'm talking about. You hit the salt water, it's a lot more dense and it hurts really bad, okay? Like, there's nothing wrong with memories. You bonfires at the beach late at night when it's warm. You're in board shorts, but a hoodie, making some s'mores. Let's go. S'mores, but then you drop the s'mores in the sand and you eat it anyways. Because, you know, it's summer. It's summer. Come on, like, make some memories. Or maybe you're not searching for memories. Maybe what you're searching for, maybe what you're chasing down is summer love. Summer loving had me up. Summer loving happened so fast. They're like, where's the girl at? This is incredible. There's, it's just me, guys. I know. Glory to God, you guys. It's, it's not about me. It's about the Lord. Um, Maybe you're chasing summer love or a relationship, or maybe what you're chasing, maybe what you're chasing this this uh, this summer is, maybe what you're chasing this summer is like purpose, and you're you're you know you just graduated and you're like ah, uh, everyone's asking me what's next, and I'm just like. I don't know. I don't know. General ed at the community college is what's next because I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. Like, I don't know the answer to that question. Can I, first of all, can I just say, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But maybe what you're chasing this summer is, is purpose. Maybe what you're chasing this summer is relationship. Maybe you're chasing this summer some valuable relationships that will last. What are you chasing this summer? That's a question we're going to be asking all the way through this series. What are you chasing this morning? Maybe it's fulfillment. What, let me, let me say it like this. What wave are you hopping on? What wave are you going to hop on this summer? I'm just going to tell you this as, as my wife asked me, so what, what are you preaching? Uh, what are you preaching in this series? And I started laying out our endless summer um, theme and the foundation, which I'm, tonight is really a foundation message. And I was like, and you know, I'll be asking them like, what wave are you hopping on? And she's like, oh, cool. I was like, baby, you know what? You know what it means? Like, what a wave? Like, like when kids say, like, oh, you like you on that new wave? Like, you know what they mean? And she's like, no, yeah, totally. I totally know. And I was like, you have no idea what that means, do you? She's like, no, I didn't know what lit means for the longest time either. I'm still I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> she's a good driver too, you guys. I, I bagged on her driving a couple weeks ago. She's a good driver. She's a She's a good driver, you guys. Hey, help me out, guys. She's a good driver. <laughs> what wave are you hopping on this summer? Because whether you realize it or not, there, there's waves on their way. The waves are coming in. What wave are you going to hop on this summer? What are you searching for? What are you seeking? What are you going after? Because I'll tell you this. Uh, I've been a youth pastor for nearly 10 years now, nearly 10 years, and I'm sick and tired of seeing people that I love and that I care about hopping on waves that rob them of the life that God has for them. I'm tired of seeing that. And, and, and as, as I look uh, 
at the horizon of summer 2019. There's so much potential. There's so much happening in our city, in, in, in our church, in our youth ministry. There's so much going on. There's so much life going on that, like, I don't want anybody to miss it. So what wave are you going to hop on? Tonight we're going to dig into this verse in, um, in, I'm in John here, but it's Mark, right? Mark chapter 8. Mark chapter 8, verse number 34. If you're there, say amen. If you're not, say hold up. All right, you have the amount of time that I'm going to take to take a drink of this water, and then we're going to read this. That would annoy me so bad, but since it's me, you know, it's like when someone else is, like, when you're eating chips, it's perfectly fine, but someone else eats chips, it's like, and you're like, I will murder you. (laughs) Make no mistake. Mark chapter 8, verse number 34. You do me a favor, can you stand in honor of the reading of God's word? Do you stand? We're going to read a short four verses, four verses tonight. Mark chapter 8, verse number 34. You know what? Let's do this. Um, Does anybody, does anybody in the audience have a paper NLT Bible. Paper NLT? It's an NL- New Living? Oh, we need li- New Living. Does someone have a New Living translation? Paper Bible. Oh, come on. NLT is so good, you guys. Truth be told, I preached out of NIV for like nine years, and I just got an NLT this year. You got one? Are you down to read? Are you down to read from stage? Are you like, are you, I don't want to put you on blast or anything, but hey, come on up, come on, come, come on up here. You look like the type. Let's go, my man. All right, we're going to read four verses. I got you. You don't got to use the side stage. I really wish I brought somebody up that had less style and wasn't as good looking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right, Mark chapter eight. We're going to read verse number, let's see, verse number 34 to 38. What's your name, my man? Josiah, let's go. Josiah, you want to read these verses for us? Four verses, Mark 8, 34 to 38. What's up, guys? Um, Then calling to the crowd, join his disciples. He said, if any of you want to buy to be my followers, you must give up your own way. Take your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to life, you, for my sake and for the sake of God, or the good, so my apologies knew you will save it. And what do you benefit? You gain the whole world, but lose your own soul. Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in this adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed and that the person, when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Let's go, Josiah. Thanks, my man. I appreciate it. What's up? I've been thinking about piercing my ears again, honestly, and that was my inspiration. That, that, for me, was confirmation from God right there. Josiah, you're the man. You're everything I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> hey, would you pray with me? God, thank you so much for who you are and God that you're in this place. God, thank you that summer is here. We're so excited. But more than we're excited for, uh, for warm weather and, and time off of school and beach trips, more than we're excited for any of that, we're excited for what you're going to do in the next couple months of our lives, God. We're open. We're ready. We're willing. Here we are. And even tonight, God, we want to hear from you. God, would you show up? Would you do what only you can do, God? I pray, God, that tonight um, that you would help the Toronto Raptors. Thank you that it's the first time Clay Thompson is not going to be playing in a playoff game and help your football team, the Oakland Raiders, to win the Super Bowl next year in Jesus' name. And everybody said... Amen. High five your neighbor. Tell him it's about to go down. And you can grab a seat. 
All right, note takers, here's your sermon in a sentence. Here's your sermon in a sentence for you note takers. This is what we're talking about tonight. Waves come and go. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Who loves the beach? You're like, I just love the beach. I love tanning. I love bonfires. I love the water. I love Shark Week. I don't love sharks when I'm there at the beach, but I love Shark Week. I love all of it. I love the beach. If you didn't know, if you're always looking up here like, man, I know he's kind of white a little bit. What other nationality is Corey? Like, there is a beautiful golden complexion. I don't know where it comes from. I'm actually Hawaiian, and so my dad was born, my, my biological father was born in Hawaii. I got a bunch of family in Hawaii. And I'm, I'm actually Hawaiian, and so I feel like I have this, like, Moana thing going where, like, the ocean calls me. Like, I should, I should live there. Like, I should, I should be Little Mermaid living in the sea. Like, that's just who I am. Um, Lilo and Stitch, banger. Love Lilo and Stitch. Like, I am Lilo and Stitch. Like, that's my life, basically. Except I never had an alien pet, but that would be cool. Like, that's why I am. I love the beach. Um, I also love surfing. Where's the surfers at one more time, surfers? Where's the people who want to learn to surf? Noah, you're ready for chance. Um, I love, I love surfing. Um, who, maybe you've never been surfing. Has anybody ever been in the ocean and been, like, trampled by a wave? Like, is that not the most terrifying thing? Like, when you're on the beach, you're like, it's no big deal. And then you get out there, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's a tidal wave. And then you're, like, getting washing, like, washing machine through that thing, and you're like, this is how I die. Like, it's so scary. Um, I started surfing about 10 years ago, and, and I got really, really into surfing really fast. And one of my best friends, he surfed, and we were going like three times a week to San Clemente, one of my favorite beaches. We surfed the San Clemente Pier. Um, it's, it's one of my favorite spots. And, and when I got really into surfing, and, and you know, like, I am one of those people who often overestimates their own abilities. You know what I'm saying? Like, anybody else like that, you just overestimate, like in your mind, you're Michael Jordan. But then you go to the gym, and for some reason, nobody wants to pick you up. Like, I don't know. Like, like that's me. Like, that is totally me. And so one day, um, we were thinking about going surfing, and my friend, there's a, there's a surf app called Surfline. You could go, and it'll actually tell you the water temperature, the high tide, the low tide, the surf height. It's a whole surf report. There's even cameras on Surfline where you can see the, the waves. You can see the beach. They're all over the world. It's awesome. And so we go on Surfline. We're checking the forecast, and the forecast was 9 to 11 feet. Now, if you don't know, that is massive. That is massive. They measure waves from the back. So if the wave is 9 to 11 feet tall, that means the front of the wave is anywhere from 12 to 15 foot drop. Um, so it was really big. My, friend, my buddy's like, hey, you're not ready for that. You know, let's just chill. Let's just chill at home. We'll, we'll hang out here. I was like, no, 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 dude, I'm good. Nine to 11 feet. Are you kidding me? One time I ollied off a U-Haul. Like, that's, I'm fine. Like, that's a true story. I really did ollie off a U-Haul one time and pretty much broke my shoulder, but it's cool. Um, and I was like, let's go. Let's just go. So we go and he's like, all right, but we got to be careful, everything. So we go out and, and we, pat the, the hardest thing about big surf is getting out past the break. So we, we jam and we get out past the break and then uh, we're out there surfing forever, forever. And I hadn't catch 
anything because big waves, you got to paddle really hard to get into a really big wave. And so every single wave was just passing me up and passing me up and passing me up. And so I'm getting so frustrated. Like I'm so mad that I haven't caught a single wave. I've been in the water for hours. And finally, I'm just like, I do this thing. Like every, every guy in the room like knows, like has had this moment at some point in time. The next one, I'm just going for it, man. I'm just gonna, and so that's, that was my mentality. I'm just going for it, man. The next way that goes, and, and I was like, I've missed every wave, so I need, to, I need to paddle in a little bit. I need to paddle in so I can get this wave. It won't pass me up. The next wave comes. I'm paddling. I was like, I don't care. I'm freaking going for this. And I hop up. I was not on this board. I was on a different board. Um, so I'm like, I don't care. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going for it. And as I'm paddling, I'm paddling, I go, and there's this moment in surfing where you know, okay, the wave's doing the work now. This is one of my favorite boards, by the way. This isn't the board that you would ever surf in 9 to 11-foot waves, but love this board. And there's a moment when the wave starts doing the work, and you're no longer doing the work, and you know that's the moment where you stand up. And if you've ever been surfing, you know it's not like a, you don't, okay, let's get on up here. Alrighty. No, you want to go from you want to go from your chest to your feet right away. That's what you want to do. Glory to God, you guys. I know you are so impressed right there, but it's all good. Um, now here's the problem. Because I had paddled in to compensate for the fact that waves kept passing me up, I was dropping in really late. Remember what I told you? Nine to eleven feet, but that means you're looking at a twelve to fifteen foot face. And so I'm dropping in at the top of this thing, and I was like. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I was like, forget it, I'm going for it, and so I hop up on the wave, and I can't stand on my, here, I'll do this, there we go, I hop up on my board, and what happens is that as I hop up, I'm going, you don't want to go straight, you want to drop it, and you want to turn, because if you go straight, the wave's just going to kill you, basically, I hop up, and I'm ready, like, I'm like, oh, dude, dude, dude I'm, I'm getting this, I'm getting it, and I start to drop in, I'm about to turn, and as I'm about to turn, the one thing that you never want to happen as a surfer happens to me. The nose of my board just goes right under the water. The water comes, so if that's ever happened to you as a surfer, you know what that means. That means this skinny boy is getting catapulted. Because when the, when, when this is, I did not realize how hard this would be, like with a microphone in my hand. I'm like, all right, guys, so uh, the way that this works is, um, all right, so what you want to do is, uh, so if you're a skinny little white boy like me, uh, and the nose of your board gets into the water, what happens is the weight of the water pushes the board down, and then the rest of the board does this. 12 to 15 foot drop, I'm at the top of this thing, and it catapults me. I was in the air for so long that I thought this, get a deep breath, you're probably gonna hit the bottom, watch out for your board. That's how long I was in there. She said, no joke, when I hit the water, I was like, <laughs> like it was so loud. It didn't, it didn't hurt that bad. Didn't knock the, I thought it was going to knock the wind out of me. I was okay. I hit the bottom of the wave, and because of where I was at in the cycle of the wave, it literally picked me up, brought me all the way up to the top, slammed me down, and started washing machine me. I hit the ground at one point. Um, as I hit the ground, it wasn't too bad. It's a sand bottom at San Clemente. So I hit the ground, which was actually a relief because I could kick off the bottom to get to the top. I get to the top, because I got a good breath, I was, I was okay, and, and I get up, I'm like, okay, 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 and I turn around, and if you, know, if you know surfing, you know waves don't come 
in one wave at a time. They come in what's called sets. And the first wave of the set is rarely the biggest wave. It's typically the second, the third, or the fourth wave. That's the biggest wave. I turn around, and there's a wave right there. And I didn't even get to get a breath. I, 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 and I'm underwater getting washing machined again. Washing machine, washing machine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I couldn't find the bottom this time. I literally, it was one of those moments I didn't know which way was up. I didn't know which way was down. I didn't know which way to start swimming so that I could find the surface. And, and so I, I, start, um, I start, like, like with my eyes closed, I'm seeing stars. I can feel myself starting to like, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to pass out at any minute. And then finally, I just feel like the white water on my head. I get up, and I get a breath, and I turn, and there's another wave about to hit me. So I'm a little bit further inside. It's not going to hit me right on the head. I took the, the second one right on the head, um, but, but it was a little bit further out. So I grabbed my board. I turned, and I just grabbed my board. Right before the wave hit me, I heard my friend Joseph go, like he's off in the distance. He's like, I'm coming. I'm like, that's great. What are you going to do? Like, it's just me. In that moment, it's like you versus Mother Nature, and Mother Nature's going to win. Like, so I just turned my board, and, and as soon as the wave hit, it hit maybe a couple feet behind me, and I'm bouncing on my boom, boom, and then I end up falling off my board. I get tumbled a little bit. Literally at this point, I'm like walking onto the beach now. My like leash is dragging my, my board, and I just collapse on the beach, nearly dying. But I'm here. That's the end of the story. <laughs> I'm alive. So who wants to learn to surf at the end of this series? Uh, never in a million years would I take you a nine-foot surf. But, but here's the thing. Never should I have been out in that surf. I'd been surfing maybe like six months at the time. Never should I went out. On top of that, that specific wave I should have never gone for that wave. The reality was, was it's the first wave in the set, so you know that there's multiple waves after that. So if you don't make this wave, man, you are in big trouble, which is how I got myself in trouble. But it was an amateur move. Not only was it the first wave of the set and I shouldn't have gone for it, I wasn't in position for it. If you know about surfing, you know it's not just about, it's not just about the when, it's about the where. You gotta get yourself in position to catch the wave at the right place at the right time. I wasn't in position for it. I was way too far inside. It was terrible. Like, should not have gone for it. I should have been more selective about the wave that I was hopping on. If you're a note taker, that's our first point tonight. Beware of the waves you hop on. Beware of the waves you hop on. See, especially here in California when there's 50,000 people in the water, you got to be selective about the waves that you hop on. You got you to think about and, and, and beware of the waves that you hop on. Look at your neighbor, tell them, wave check, Wondering how many people knows what that means. You know what? You know what you gotta be aware of when it comes to what waves you hop on? You gotta be careful of the fashion waves. You ever see someone wearing something and you're like, mm, like it's, uh, oh, honey, oh, sweetie, oh. I mean, like, you're like, that's, that's like, it's cool right now. Like, okay, it is, but you're going to see pictures of yourself in two years, and you're going to be so embarrassed that you wore that. Now, here's the thing. You're like, like, you know, I mean, we've all, come on now. Like, who's seen someone roll into school, first day of school, and they're wearing something, and you're like, no. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. You just, like, you're a freshman. You just ruined the next four years of your life. <laughs> no. Well, like, you see them, right? Here's the thing. I don't blame them. I blame their friends. <laughs> like, if you have a friend and you're not telling them, 
No. No, no, no. Then you're not a real friend. It's like, like if, if someone's got something in their teeth and you don't tell them, you're not a real friend. You need to tell them. I, I know. It sucks. It's an awkward conversation. Hey, you got something in your teeth. You're looking like a fool. Like, stop smiling. Get it out. Spinach up the yin-yang. You need to get that out of your teeth, right? I, I don't blame them. You need to be careful about the fashion waves that you jump on. When it comes to surfing, you need to be careful about the waves you jump on. And so it is in life. Beware of what waves you hop on, and especially in the summertime, especially in summer. See, because there's going to be wave after wave after wave that comes and we hop on, you know, the waves come and go. You can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. You got to be selective. You got to be careful. You got to choose wisely. Be smart, because there are waves that are here today and gone tomorrow. And that's why I think, um, I think as believers, I think as Jesus followers, we need to learn to be consistent, consistent. See, and I knew, like I knew at this moment, I was going to get to this moment. I was going to say, we need to learn to be consistent. And that was going to be the response. Because like Amber hates it when I use this word from stage, but you know the word consistent? It's not a sexy word. It's not sexy. Like you say, let's be world changers. And people are like, yes, come on. Come on, let's be mountain movers. That's me, hallelujah. Like, let's change the world for the glory of God. And like, yes, come on, somebody. Like, let's go. But you say, let's be, let's be consistent. It's like, all right. Like, that's cool. But I, I do, I think that one of the biggest things that we need to be as believers is consistent. Not the people that hop from wave to wave to wave to wave to wave, changing every single time a new season comes, every single time a new wave comes. And we're just a different person dependent on where we're at or who we're with. No, no, we as believers, I think we should be consistent. And this summer, this summer, who, who are you going to be? What are you pursuing? What are you chasing? Are you going to be consistent? Are you going to be persistent? What are you going to look like? James 1, verse 6, it says, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver. You guys know what that word waver means? It means like, like you push somebody and it's like, you, there's certain people, Kai Thompson, like, like Kai Thompson's not a basketball player. He's a football player. But I played basketball with Kai Thompson a few times. And running into Kai Thompson is like running into a brick wall. <laughs> like, he is an oak tree. Like, the dude is so strong. We went and worked legs together one time. Let me rephrase that. He worked legs, and I killed myself. Like, I went to a coma for, like, four days. It was terrible. And then there's some people, you push them, and they're like, huh. Like, that one, that's what it looks like to waver. If someone, you, you know, a light breeze comes by, and it's like, oh. Like, that's what it means to waver. And, and, and James 1, 6 is saying, don't waver. Don't waver, for a person with divided loyalty is unsettled as a wave of the sea that's tossed and blown by the wind. The issue is we've got, we got so many people of faith putting their faith in so many other things, hopping from wave to wave to wave. They're like a beach ball at a, at a rock and roll concert that they're like, here one day and you saved her life. You would have been dead right there. Someone grab that beach ball for me. There should be somebody right there. You're like, you're one way at home, then you're one way, come on, I was left-handed. You're one way at home, and then you're one way at school, and then you're one way on your sports team. You guys are wearing the same shoes. You're one way on your sports team, then you're one way on your cheer squad. Hey, come on, let's go. You saved her life. She flinched so hard. You're one way on Instagram, and then you're a different way at church, and you're just bouncing around like a beach ball at a Nickelback concert. 
And that's not the way that we're supposed to be as believers. You ever try to play? You know how expensive those things are? They're not. You ever try to play? Okay, here it comes, buddy. You know, like that, that I, okay, yeah, just make me look terrible. Just make me look so bad. I hit that as hard as I could. It went four feet. Like, you ever try to play volleyball at the beach when it's super windy? Okay, yeah, like that's what most Christians live like. Like, all right, here we go. And it's flying all over the place, going in every direction. The littlest bit of wind comes, and we change direction, and we're wavering left and right, and we're not settled, and we're not focused, and we're not anchored whatsoever. We need to be anchored. When you think of an anchor, what image comes to mind? What does that look like to be anchored? Right? Like, when you think of, when you think of a beach ball in the wind, you think, ooh, that's just the noise that comes to mind. But when you think of anchored, what do you think? Ooh, it's like, ooh, anchored. You know, you're solid. You know, you move. You're not going anywhere. We need to be anchored in our faith so that, so that as no matter what wave comes, no matter what's cool, no matter what's trendy, no matter what everybody else is doing, no matter what tragedy, no matter what phase or, or no matter what people are saying on Instagram, no matter what your followers are saying, no matter what who you follow is posting, no matter what the current trend or the style or what celebrities or what music or what the news or what politics say, no matter what changes, you're just anchored. You're consistent. Now, here's the thing. Here's, why this, here's one of the reasons why this is so important. Because if in the summer you hop on the party wave and then the school starts and you try to hop on the purity wave... Well, inconsistency, if you're inconsistent, it'll cause resistance. In, if you're inconsistent, it'll cause resistance. What do you mean, Corey? Here's what I mean. You're, 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 you're partying all summer, school year comes, and you're like, hey, you should come to church with me. I'm not saying you can't do that. Don't get me wrong. Don't hear what I'm saying, not what I'm not saying. I'm not saying you can't do that. What I'm saying is that will bring resistance from people. People will be resistant to that because they're going to be like, huh, it doesn't even seem like you believe what you say you believe. So how are you going to try to get me to believe what you believe if you don't even believe what you believe? Did you guys catch that? Be consistent. Be salt. No matter whether it's summer, winter, uh, what comes after summer? Fall? Summer? Like, it's California, guys. We have hot and not so hot. Like, that's our... No matter if it's summer, fall, winter, like you, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring, no matter what season it is, whether it's cool or not cool, whether everybody's doing it or nobody's doing it, whether your best friend is going or your best friend's not going, no matter what, that you're just anchored and consistent. I don't, I don't want to, like, I'm, I'm done. I don't need to see any more people that are like, I have such big faith. I'm going to conquer the storm. I'm going to sail the open seas. I'm, what, what are pirates now? Um, I'm going to move all the mountains. I'm going to conquer my school for Jesus. Ah! No, just be consistent. I just, I would rather see a leader that is the same, just boom, taking gradual steps of progression over five years six years, eight years, 10 years, than someone who can last a month going crazy on big faith. Just be, because are you consistent? Ask yourself that question. Are, am I consistent? Am I the same person everywhere I go? 
Am I, the same, am I the same person no matter who I'm hanging out with? Am I the same person at school that I am at home? Am I the same person in summer that I am the rest of the year? Be consistent. So here's the thing. Um, I think, too, like this, this, this kind of crept its way in the message. This, like, we need to be consistent even when it comes, like, we need to be careful of the waves we hop on even when it comes to, like, social justice, civil rights, and political issues. We do. We do. Uh, there, there are certain waves that become trendy and they become popular and you're told, like, man, if you don't believe this and if you don't push this agenda and if you're not on this side of the fence when it comes to these social, political, civil issues, well, then you are this and you're that and you're hateful and you're a bigot and you're blah, blah. And there are certain um, political, social, civil issues that become popular and so then everybody starts posting about it. They start printing t-shirts and they start, they start living and acting and talking certain ways and backing certain agendas agendas simply because it's popular. Now, now, if you stop and you think about it, is it how, how demeaning is that? That somebody, somebody would, would go and they would capitalize on another person's life challenges and struggles for the sake of being relevant. Oh, see if, see if I post this, People will think, I'm so relevant, I'm so cool, I'm so sensitive, I care about these humanitarian rights or this or that. Man, people will think that. But the reality is, is so many people who are posting those things, they don't, they don't care. They do not care about the struggles and the life issues that pe these people are, are, are dealing with. Well, how do you know that, Corey? Um, how many of them are giving money? Show me where you spend your time, show me where you spend your money, and I'll show you what matters to you. They'll post about it day and night, but the moment they're asked to donate, they're like, oh, 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 um, oh, I got stuff to do. Like, see, you just want to sound relevant. You just want to sound cool. You just want to sound applicable. You just want to sound right now. But man, don't stand for what's cool right now. Stand for what's right. Stand for, here's the thing. I would way rather be righteous than relevant. I would way rather have faithfulness than followers. I would, I, would way, I would way, way rather live for purpose than for popularity. See, don't, don't stand for what's cool right now. Stand for what's right. I would way, way rather stand for what's right than what's trendy. I would rather have integrity than popularity. Be careful what waves you hop on. Because what does it profit a person if they gain the whole world but they forfeit their soul? Like my man Josiah read so eloquently just a little bit ago. What, the, what does it profit if you gain the whole world, but you forfeit your own soul? Be careful what wave you hop on, because sometimes if you hop on certain waves, they can end up, um, you can end up allowing the waves to give you your identity instead of the one who created waves in the first place to give you your identity. What are you chasing this summer? Because you gotta be careful what waves you hop on. You also have to be careful of the dead space. This is our next point. Beware of the dead space. Those who don't surf, um, those who've never been surfing, they don't realize that 80% of surfing is actually just waiting. It's just sitting in the water, looking at the horizon. I'm gonna move over here. And, and most people don't know that. You, you'll never know that until you go surfing. Just like you think that watching Cops, come on, Cops is so good. Who loves the show Cops? Oh gosh. I love cops. It's so good. I watched like two hours of cops the other night. It's so good. Um, you think, oh, cops, like, that's what, that's what cops do every day. 
No, the show Cops is like less than 1% of what a cop does for a living. Like, that's all the, the action. When you will go and you YouTube surfing, you'll see all these guys catching wave after wave after wave after wave after wave. Well, 80% of surfing is just sitting in the water waiting for the waves to come. Can I tell you, that's a very dangerous moment. It's a really dangerous moment. And so it is with summer. Man, so many have all this dead time in summer. And there's this saying, um, this saying is that idle hands are the devil's tools. Idle hands, what does that mean? Hands that aren't up to nothing. You ain't doing nothing, you're chilling, you have all this dead time. That is the devil's tool. Actually, in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 27, uh, this is the Living Bible version. It says, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Idle lips are his mouthpiece. An evil man sows strife. Gossip separates the best of friends gossip separates the best gossip separates the best of friends wickedness loves company and leads others into sin beware of dead space beware of dangerous times i've seen people make the greatest mistakes of their entire lives in their downtime beware of those times it was like I, I, I have a lot, of, a lot of people that I walk through certain struggles with, and I have certain people who be like, you know, Pastor Corey, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know how I continually end up on those websites that I don't want to go on. I don't want to look at these things. I want to go to those places. I don't want to go to those certain profiles on Instagram that I, I shouldn't be going to, and I don't know how I keep ending up there. I do. You sit on your phone for six hours. How are you not going to end up there? Be careful with the downtime. Be careful with that dead space. Be careful when you have all this time and you ain't doing nothing else because idle hands, idle moments, dead space is the devil's workshop. And this summer, most of you, who's not doing summer school? Come on, somebody. Praise the Lord for no summer school, right? Like, and for some of you, you're not doing sports and stuff. You're going to have all this ample amount of time. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? So what's the answer, Pastor Corey? Get your rest. Enjoy your rest. Rest, resting, it's a, it's a godly, it's a godly thing. You should rest. Enjoy it. And fill your time with stuff that matters. Fill your time with more. And like I said, summer, man, we got so much going on around here. There's so much to do. Summer weekend is right around the corner. P.S. Um, register for summer weekend before the day of is $15. Day of, it's 20 bucks. So go spend, before the price goes up, go register. Um, pay for three or five or 12 friends. Um, it's going to be so much fun. But also, like we got summer weekend. We got summer camp right around the corner. We got kids camp coming up. And you're like, oh, kids camp, but I'm not a kid. Cool. Why does your summer only have to be about you? Why can't you make an impact into the lives of the next generation? Man, it's so much fun. We're hoping for a thousand kids, 1,000 little niños and niñas coming around. It's going to be so much fun. Like, the kids camp is so fun. It's crazy. It's wild. At the end of it, you're going to pass out. You're going to want to get so much sleep. But man, like, like, it is amazing. We got, we got kids camp right around the corner. We got youth every single week. Fill your time with moments that matter, with things that matter. Don't get caught up in the dead space and the time where you sit there. Because just like surfing, before you know, you could be sitting out there on your board and you fall asleep and you, you're drifting. And before you know it, in certain places, before you know it, you'll be drifting right underneath the pier. And that's a dangerous place to be when the set's about to come in. Before you know it, you could, get, you could drift straight into a riptide and be getting pulled out to, this, getting pulled out to the ocean. 
You can, you can end up drifting depending on, on what the tide is like. You could drift too far inside, and before you know it, you're taking a big old wave right on the head. And so it is with summer where you're just drifting around. You're just a beach ball going all over the place because you're just falling asleep. And you're, we, did a, we did a poll at our old youth group. Um, I know it's not like this for anybody here at Bridge Youth, but we did a poll because we started noticing a lot of students were like, not just not coming to church in the summer. And we're like, I wonder why. I wonder if it's like, is it family vacations? Is it, what's going on? Like, what's, 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 what's going on? Like, how come they're not coming? So we did a poll of our youth group. And you know what the most consistent response was of why students weren't coming to youth group on Wednesday nights during summer? Because they didn't know what day of the week it was. No joke. The most consistent response was, oh, I just forgot it was Wednesday. Like, you forgot what's, you forgot what day of the week it is? When was the last time you changed your underpants? Like, I'm scared for you. Like, smile, how you brush your teeth this week? For the love of God, like, are you okay? Like, that was no joke, the most consistent response. Because people just, they just go on autopilot. And they just drift, and it's like, be careful in that dead space. Because the enemy will come in, and in those moments, that's when he's going to throw the temptation in front of you. That's going to be, he's going to throw all these moments and these times where you can find yourself making the biggest mistakes of your life in the dead space. Beware of the dead space. Um, I started thinking, um, when you get to the, so, so right now, we're at, we're at the very beginning of summer 2019. Let's fast forward for a moment, and this might stress some of you out. You might immediately get gray hair, go into a full-blown panic attack right now. But let's fast forward to the end of summer 2019 right now. I know, 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 I know. Just for a moment, just humor me. We're at the end of summer 2019, and you're looking back, reflecting on summer. What do you want to see? Let me say it like this. What's your summer dream. For this summer, what's your summer dream? What do you, what do you want to see happen? And I, I, want you, I want you to keep thinking about this question. What's your summer dream? Do you want to be like, you want to make relationships that'll last a lifetime? You want to make memories that'll last a lifetime? This summer, do you want to make those healthy, solid relationships that'll help you move forward and progress, not just in your life, but in your faith. Maybe your summer dream is to take those next, those next steps in your faith. Maybe your summer dream is, is to reach out to your family and to see your whole family sitting in church together. Summer weekend, Sunday morning, perfect opportunity. Is, is your summer dream like this summer, I want, I want to be tangibly used by God. I want to see God use my life this summer. Is your, is your summer dream to make a difference in that one person's life that God's been putting on your heart for months? And you're like, I know this summer, I'm going to have the time, I'm going to have the space, I'm going to have the moments. That's my dream. I want to make an impact on that one person's life. What's your summer dream? I want you to keep thinking about that because we're going to come back to that in a second. But our last point as the band heads up and uh, gets ready to close this out, realize this, that every wave comes to an end. Every wave comes to an end. That, that was something in uh, the endless summer that they're searching for. They're searching for a wave that would, that would go and, and keep going. And here in California, for the most part, most places in California have pretty, pretty short waves. Like if you get a 30-second wave, that's insane. Like that is an incredible wave if you catch a 30-second wave. 
but every wave comes to an end. The summer love wave, oh, come to an end. You're looking for just that relationship, that fling, that, that is going to come to an end. Because you guys will start back up school, and you guys are going to different schools. And before you know it, he's preoccupied with Xbox. Summer love will come to an end. The, look, some people, they want to hop on the party wave. That'll come to an end. Some people, they want to hop on the popularity wave, and that'll come to an end. Some people, man, even, even things that aren't native, like the, on the sports wave. Look, I love sports. I'm all about it. But you'll only be able to play ball for so long. It will come to an end. There will come a time when you just won't be able to play anymore. There will come a time when you won't be able to play on a team or on a, on a, on a high school team, on a college team or whatever. That will come to an end, and all you can do is go to the gym and play pickup, and then there will come a time when that will come to an end. The sports wave will come to an end. The career wave will come to an end. Look, even me as a preacher, there will come a day when these old vocal cords get all dry and dusty and I won't be able to shout at a room full of teenagers anymore. It'll come to an end. And all I'll be able to do is go spend the rest of my years with, with my savior and my wife who will still be gorgeous as heck and Live out the rest of the years that it'll come to an end. Every wave will come to an end. But this faith journey is one wave that won't come to an end. Christianity, it's not even a wave. It's, 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 a, it's a wave that when it started 2,000 years ago, they thought it was going to be a trend. They thought it was going to be momentary. They thought, in fact, they tried to kill it. They tried to kill it off. They tried to, they tried to, to end it, and it didn't work. And here we are 2,000 years later. I remember when I got saved at 15, my parents said, uh, Corey, it's just a phase. It'll come to an end. Here I am 15 years later, like, yo, this is a long phase. <laughs> it's a real long phase. Every wave will come to an end. There's one wave that won't come to an end. I look at it like this. Um, it's like people are giving their lives to something that's here one moment. Any reason to play with fire, I'm going to. And it's gone the next moment. Stop giving your life to that which is temporary. Stop giving your life to that which is fading and fleeting. Stop living for something that's here today and gone tomorrow. Stop hopping on the waves that'll eventually come to an end. This summer, what are you chasing? What are you pursuing? What are you going after? Here's my challenge. Waves come and go can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. What does that mean, Corey? Is this just like, a, is this just like you just wanted to include surfing because you brought your surfboard and it's called End the Summer? No, no. What does it mean to learn to surf? It means, it means keeping your focus not on the waves, but the one who created the waves. Because he's the one that's never ending. He's the one that's eternal. He's the one wave that'll never end. It'll never stop. It'll never slow down. It'll never. He's consistent. He's solid. He's faithful. He's the just judge of the ages. He's never going to stop loving you. He's never going to stop pursuing you. So why are you going to give your life to all these other things that are so temporal? On this week, um, our town has seen in the past week 
two fatal car crashes, both caused by DUI. And I can't help but to think that the person behind the wheel, under the influence, was chasing some wave that was fleeting, that was fading. It's, oh, I just wanna have a good time. Well, your good time cost somebody their daughter. Your good time cost somebody their mother. Your good time cost somebody their life. Can I just say, like, I'm not trying to, like, end this sermon on a really extreme note. I'm just sick and tired of seeing people that I know and that I love and people that are connected to our community suffering because other people want to hop on the party way, because other people want to hop on the way of, like, look, if you know anybody that ever tries to get behind the wheel of a car under the influence, stop them. If you have to call the cops on them, call the cops. Because I'm sick of seeing people, I'm sick of, I'm sick of fathers dying with three-year-old sons, a friend of, a friend of our family, dying with three-year-old sons because someone was drunk and they hit him when he was on the side of the road with his car broken down. And look, this summer, what are you chasing? Because I'll tell you this, there's certain waves that'll take you to a place where you're on that end. Where you find yourself thinking, how did I ever get to this place? How did I ever get to the place where I thought that it was okay to get behind the wheel of a car while I was under the influence, while I was drunk, while I was high? Nobody just gets to that place, it's just no wave, step, little step little compromise, just one wave, that's no big deal, uh, it's, yeah, it's one time, oh, it's two times, oh, it's, 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 it's just every other weekend, and before you know, and I don't want to see a single person in this room, not one of the people that I say, you're my students, you're my little brothers, you're my little sisters, I don't want to see a single one of you going down that road, being carried away by that tide, because here's what I believe, God has a plan for your life, scratch that, God has a plan for your summer, for tomorrow, for this week. And it's not the average, ordinary teenage narrative. It's not some normal, regular story where you're gonna sit at home bored for the next two months or like the next four weeks because they keep cutting your summer shorter and shorter and shorter. You're like, guys, summer break, you get 12 hours. <laughs> like, I, I don't wanna see that from anybody in this room. I look out and I see, I see people's like, you know, like if you just, if you just look to God and say, yes, whatever, whatever you have for me this summer, whatever wave you send, God, if you send it, I'll hop on that wave and I'll ride it as long as I can. And I believe that if a room full of teenagers like this do that, then the whole culture of our city will shift. Things can start to begin to change where we stop hearing about these type of stories. A young girl losing her life because someone was drinking and driving, that, that, that'll become so abstract in our city because we have people, because you guys are the culture, the culture changers. You guys are the one that shifts the culture of our city. And if we had this, even just this room saying, God, whatever you have for me this summer, I'm saying yes. 
I can't imagine what our city will look like. I can't imagine what, 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 what our social medias will look like, what our families will look like, what our friends will look like, what our, what our teams will look like, what our sports teams would look like, what our clubs will look like. I can't imagine what school will look like when you guys show back up on campus in the fall. God has a, God has a plan for you, not, not for your life, for your summer, this summer. What are you chasing this summer? Would you bow your heads? Would you close your eyes? Would you pray with me? God, you're so good, and we love you so much. God, we lean to you, and we, we look to you, and whatever it is that you call us to this summer, God, we just, we say yes. We say yes. Maybe you're in this place tonight, and Maybe as you're hearing all this, you're like, man, like, yeah, like, that's, that's me, man. I've just been, I've been floating around. I've been drifting and being tossed left and right. Man, my life, my life's kind of spiraling, actually. Uh, and I'm sick of it. I'm done with it. And, and as you're talking about, not my, not my life in 10 years, 20 years. No, my summer, my today, my tomorrow, my next week. Like, God has a plan for that. Like, if you're in this place and that's you and you're like, I, I want that. Can I tell you, it all starts by simply stepping into a relationship with your Savior, your God, Jesus Christ. And tonight, I'm going to give you that opportunity. Now, look, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be extreme, but this week, we've lost two people in our city in our community we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow we don't know what's going to happen next week and, and i can't move past a moment like this without making sure that every single person in this room knows that if today was their last day and i pray it's not i pray you live long beautiful full fulfilling lives of purpose but we never know our life is like a vapor it's here one moment it's gone the next and and I can't move past a moment like this without knowing that this entire room full of people, that every single person knows that if, if their number was called, if their name was called, if their time was up tomorrow, that they would know where they're going. And if you don't know where you're going, this is your moment. It starts with stepping in a relationship with Jesus. If you realize in this moment you've been chasing everything but God and you're like, no more, I just, I just want what God has for me. I'm gonna ask you to respond in a really simple and a, in a really basic way. I'm gonna to count to three, and when I get to three, I wanna invite you to just stand to your feet. And I just ask you to stand because I believe when we, when we respond on the outside to what God's doing on the inside, it solidifies it in our hearts, in our minds, in our lives, and in our souls. So if that's you and you say, I wanna give my life to God, I want him to write my story, I want this summer to chase after God and nothing else. If that's you, this is your time, this is your moment. Here it is. When I get to three, you stand to your feet. One, two, three. Right now, if that's you, stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Anybody else? Yeah, people standing up all over the place. No one's looking around. It's just me. Anybody else? Tonight you say, man, I want to give my life to God. I want to chase after him. Amazing. Amazing. Man, it's the best decision you ever make with your life. Anybody else? Anybody else? Awesome. Anybody else? You say, man, I want to give my life to God. I want him to write my story. If that's you, would you just right now stand to your feet? 
We're gonna do things a little bit different tonight. If you're if you're standing right now, you could you could grab a seat. I'm gonna ask you to do something with me just a little bit later. But right now, what we're gonna do, we're we're gonna pray, and um, and the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and He rose from the dead, then you will be saved. So that's what we're gonna do. But since we're a family, whether you stood, whether you stood up, or whether you whether you didn't, we're all gonna pray this together because we're a family. So I'm gonna give you the words, but they're your words. Just pray this right out loud, right after me. You say this: Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner, but I know you're a savior. Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. So tonight, I give you my heart, I give you my life, I give you everything. And from this day forward, I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna chase after you. No looking back and no turning back. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Hey, can we welcome people into God's family right now? So um, this is something a little different that we don't do very often to bridge youth in moments like this. But um, I asked you a moment ago, what's your summer dream? What do you want to get out of this summer? Imagine, imagine you, went to the, uh, you went to the airport and you're like, hey, I want to go on a trip. And they're like, cool, where do you want to go? And you're like, I don't know. They'll be like, well, we can't sell you a ticket we can't send you on your way until you know where you want to go. So many people, they're just living on autopilot. They just hit cruise control and they don't know what they're, where they're going or what they're doing. What do you want out of summer 2019? The band's going to play quietly here for a moment. I'm going to ask nobody distract each other. Nobody, nobody, um, nobody talking with each other or anything like that. And maybe, maybe it's you wanting to share this, this moment with a friend, but... In this moment, for the next two, three minutes, as the band plays quietly, if you have a notebook, you have your, your journal, I want you to write down, what's your summer dream? Maybe you're, maybe you're someone who keeps everything on your phone. I want you to write down, what's your summer dream? Do you want to be used by God in a unique way? Do you want to see God make an impact on your family? Is there that one friend that you've been praying for for years and you know this summer, you're gonna have the moments, you're gonna have the time. What's your summer dream? Do you wanna take those next steps in your relationship with God? What's your summer dream? As you guys are writing it down, as you're, um, as you're thinking through that, as you're praying about it, as you're contemplating the words that you'll put down, here's what my hope is. My hope is that when fall 2019 comes, that you'll be able to go look back on this and say, wow, God really came through. God answered this prayer. I think if I had to put into words what my dream for, for summer 2019 is, it would be, I want to love God and love people like I never have before. With more passion, more fervency, with more generosity, with more care, with no boundaries. I want to love people who hate me. I want to 
I want to pursue people who, who reject me. I want to love God and love people like I never have before. And I'm believing when I get to the end of summer that I'm going to look back. I'm going to look back and I'm going to say, wow, God gave me those opportunities. So what's your summer dream? Give you another 30, 45 seconds. Write it down. If right now you're like, you know what? I don't know. That's something that I'm going to have to put some thought and some prayer into. Then write that, write that question down. What is my summer dream? I don't know how so many believe in an extraordinary God, but think that God's plans for us are just ordinary. You ever go, you ever in the middle of the summer, and this is like so summer vibes right now. I'm just like sitting on the stage and the band's playing all quietly behind us and there's like pink sunset lights. And, um, you, ever, you ever in like a warm summer night, you just go like in your backyard or in your front lawn and you just lay on the grass and now I'm laying on stage. And you just lay on the grass and you're looking at the stars and you're like, wow, the universe is like so big and I'm so small. Like God created all that. That's crazy. Oh my, like we don't even know how big the universe is. Like how many stars, like just right here, like right there, there's like a hundred thousand stars. Like, oh my God, like. And then you just think like the God, I forgot you guys were here for a moment. <laughs> and then you think like the God who created that has a plan for my life. You ever like sitting on the beach on a summer night on the, on the West Coast, best coast? It's all like warm and you got a bonfire just to the side and you're with your friends that you love so much and you're seeing the sunset and you're like, so how many gallons of water are in the ocean? You know, like, cause like I could go right there and scoop like a gallon and no one would even notice. And the God that created that has a plan for my summer. What's your summer dream? Cause God's sending waves. You gonna hop on them? Or you gonna let them pass you up? See this tonight. In, in a moment, we're going to conclude service. Those of you who stood up, um, to my left, uh, you're right. This is this is Sky and Jolene. Um, not right now, but right after service. Those of you who stood up, would you do me a favor? Right when we're done, in a moment, we're going to worship. We're going to sing one song. We're going to take a moment to use lyrics on a screen and melodies in a song to connect with our Creator. And as soon as that moment ends, Janelle, she's going to come. She's going to end out service. She's going to pray. And when she says amen, if you stood up, um, I want to connect with you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out to the foyer. Um, Sky and Jolene will be out there. We have some snacks. We just want to connect with you. I've made some videos called The Next Seven Days where I just want to walk through the next week of your faith journey with you. Um, as soon as service ends, I didn't, I didn't want you to miss this moment. Um, that's why we waited. But as soon as service ends, would you head to the foyer? Would you meet us? We want to meet you guys if that was you. Um, but right now, would you guys do me a favor? Would you stand to your feet? Would you head to the front? Can we spend these next few minutes just connecting with our creator, our God? And maybe while you're down here worshiping, that, that question can continue to cycle through your mind. What's my summer dream? Let's worship God together.